Welcome. It is the Under the Ropes podcast. It is episode nine. It is your pals, Mario and Brian. Mario, welcome. What's up? Thank you. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy that we're doing Under the Ropes again. I love the Under the Ropes. This is the best. Like, this is the sweet spot of what we do. Yeah, this is where we can have a little more fun, talk about some stupid stuff. Yeah. And uh, just be a little more, a little more loose, a little more under the ropes, if you will. If you're listening, thanks. We appreciate it. Um, You guys are tapped into, you know, the extra. This is is overtime here. This is what we're doing. This this is overtime. Exactly. So thank you so much for listening. Check us out, skibonepodcast.com, of all the links to all the stories we talk about there. Follow us on all the socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, untapped at Ski Bum Podcast. And it's an email, skibumpodcast at gmail.com. Let's kick it off the way we always do. It's time for our pray today. So Mario, what do you got today for the app pray today? Well, I started out, if anybody saw Instagram, with a nice pre-op pray, because I pre-op pray. And now I'm... Um, I have a placeholder Apre, which is the one that I had last week, the slight yeah, the slightly mighty dogfish. I like these because they're low cal IPA. I can it's kind of like that, the other one. You water. said that was sort of like a like the founders all day, right? But you liked it a little bit better? Not as good. A bitter founders. Um bitter oh, you like the you like the founders better than the founders one. are smoother. Yeah, I okay. think. Founders is really all day drinking. So they don't lie. All day. All day. You can drink it all day. So I have this one. This is from Four Quarters Brewing Company. I got this from Craft Beer Sellers. Four not Quarters a sponsor. Has a, not a sponsor. They should be. Sons of bitches. I got to be a good sponsor. I'm writing their name down now. Write it down. I think they owe us money at this point. <laughs> so Four Quarters Brewing, which I, I found is in, I believe it's in Vermont. Is it Burlington? I don't know. It's somewhere. It's in Vermont. I don't know where in Vermont. I thought it was Burlington area. Uh, no, Winooski. Winooski, which is pretty much like North Burlington. Yeah, so it's from there. And this was highly rated. So I saw this. What I did was I went to the site of the place that I'm not going to mention again until they pay <laughs> us um, that I bought my beers from. And I was cross-referencing uh, Beer Advocate to see what were the top ones, top rated ones. Because I'm like, if everybody's rating them really well, I want to try try some dope ass stuff you know so, that'd be a cool i wonder if it's some sort of like beer res- review aggregator i know like you know untapped has their reviews and i think you gotta create one reviews. across an aggregator Dude, there had to be someone smarter than us who's already done this let's be honest and they're in china it's in chinese that's in the china problem. promise they're you know what <laughs> beer drinkers were like that's a great idea then they have too many beers and they just don't do it because like, they're we just you know we'll wait for somebody it. to create one that's what they yeah. all say they're like why create it when somebody's going to create it tomorrow right exactly so this one called is called ghost in the sky it's a double ipa brewed with galaxy and l hops so let's see what we got here this was highly ranked hmm. Good nose. Very hoppy. Hoppy and a little bit dank. This is not a New England, I don't think. I like me a dank IPA. Danks for dank. the memories. So there you go. Look at that. Nice cloudy. Wow, that's pretty light. Cloudy, fuzzy. <laughs> Let's see. What's it called again? Ghost in the sky. Ghost in the sky. 
Four Quarters Brewing. Uh, here it is. Been asking. So it's from Winooski. Uh, 93 score. Outstanding. Wow. So this is super highly ranked. ABV is 8%. So the end of this podcast and the under the ropes, which we're going to do, is going to be a whopper. <laughs> Uh, I'll tell you that right now. Oh, it has a lot of nice flavors in it, in the in the in the smell. Dank, but dank but fruity. Hmm, very surprised. Little pineapple smell. Little apple. Hmm. Are you getting candied lemon and sugary sourdough bread? <laughs> Smoke uh, tennis balls, right? Fresh tennis balls. <laughs> Fresh tennis uh, balls. Oh no, that's good. And just a fluttering of Ethiopian coffee. So it's really good. It doesn't kill you with the uh, with the hops. So it's not super hoppy. What do they have the hop rating on this? It goes down really smooth, and then it hits the bitterness on the back end. Almost tastes a little lactosey, but it has a little bit of like it's a very good smooth blend where you taste something, but then it disappears. So you get a little pineapple-y, peachy, and then it kind of disappears real quick. So kind of while you're drinking it, you're tasting all this stuff, and then it kind of goes away pretty good. I got to say, this is this is really good. I could see this. If I'm eating food with this, I'm thinking I'm eating some kind of cheese or vegetables maybe. Not quite pizza. Could disturb the pizza because not as light. I like light light beers with my pizza. It's a little, little more substantial. So it's like an hors d'oeuvre beer, I would say. Wow. That's, that's a thorough review there. Oh, it's delicious though. I gotta say, this is good. I wouldn't say it, it, it is heavy, but it doesn't taste as heavy, right? I would say you have one or two of these and then kind of call it a night. I want to crush these all night, but it's very good. Nice. All right. What do you got going here, Brian? All right. When I was going to start the podcast, I had a very different beer plan. I was going to have something else, but then I put this shirt on. Now, oh, Vermont shirt. It's a Vermont shirt, and nice. it is a it is a long trail shirt, but I don't oh. have any long trails here, so I'm not drinking a long trail. So sorry about that. We but do like long trail. The triple a bag. long trail is awesome, fantastic. A lot of their beers are really good. Go that bag, space juice bag. was back in the day was so awesome. That was good. I had the Vermont shirt on. I was like, I really should drink a Vermont beer. It's our 250th. Have something a little bit nice. Yeah. And I've had this beer floating around. In my f- I've had this beer floating on my fridge now for almost exactly 18 months. For Locos? Brian, how do you know you've had it for 18 months? Well, I will tell you this. There's a little math involved. So my daughter turned nine months old yesterday. Aww. There's a nine-month gestation period in a human female to carry a baby. So if you had those two nine months together, you will get 18 months, which is when I bought this beer at Lawson's. (laughs) So that's the Inception beer. That This could be the Inception beer. Insemination beer. (laughs) I don't know if there's like a... We'll call it Inception beer because it sounds better, but we all know what it means. Well, I joke because my daughter's (laughs) name is Leah. And I say it stands for Lawson's is awesome. Awesome. That's why she's here. Because we went there two nights when we were up at Sugarbush, and lo and behold, she exists. So (laughs) I've got a Lawson's triple boom. Triple Triple. IPA. 
The sun is glaring off of that thing. That the sunshine. Oh yeah, it's triple sunshine in it. Now I again, like, I've had this beer for eighteen months. I don't know. I I thought this is one of the ones you could hang on to for a little while. Yeah, I thought it should be right. Should be. And when we were there that time, they actually had a special cask aged version of the triple sunshine that was gone in like two hours. Nice. So I got some there. It was amazing. This is a this is a heavy beer. Like this is a. This is a no joke beer. You get, I mean, it's a triple IPA. It, what's it coming in at? 10, I think, percent. Yeah, it's like 10, 10 and 12. change. 10.5. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's it's starting to, once you get to that much alcohol, it's starting to make that turn where it almost becomes like a, not a like barley cheese. wine, but like it a whiskey. cheese with alcohol. Almost like a, like a whiskey <laughs> or a wine or something. Yeah. But... It's just got this like really heavy smell to it. Like, you know, it's hoppy, it's citrusy. I mean, it lets you know it's there. It's got a little bit of um I wouldn't call it bitter. It's pretty it's it's got definitely got something there. I mean, it's almost like a citrusy sour. Mm. Almost it's like a sour. sour. I like I like that I like the description. Uh, but yeah. not not like a bad sour. Right. Right. Like a little uh, citrus rindy a bit. Mm. like it's something a little funky and wild in there right yeah. and again i've been holding this for a little while not necessarily on purpose so i don't know if that i'm sure it affected the flavor to some degree but it's still a really tasty beer it's it packs a wallop but it's it's awesome if you can get your hands on it i'd recommend it i tell you so we went to the lawson's the the new tasting room which is fucking awesome it's, it's right near mad taco it's like a giant <sighs> log cabin yeah Dude, you got to stop at Mad Taco, get the tacos, and then bring them in there. But then I think they're yeah. there too. But no, they do have food there, and they have like really awesome, um, like everything pretzels, like everything bagel, mm-hmm. like all this stuff. Yeah, they make a cheese sauce with the uh, sip of sunshine, I think, or maybe a double sunshine. Oh yeah, yummy, nice. Let's get into the Genjula. So, what do you got this week? So this week I got a story, and I got a live. Uh, demo of something that I'm making, but so the story I have was we I touched base with our buddy Frank, uh, the original Frank and Bean. Uh, we <laughs> created a segment for him, and it's funny, kind of reminiscing with him. I'm like, yeah, we actually created a little segment because he kept just sending us weed advice. We like we never <laughs> knew who he was, and then we met him. He's a cool guy, and like we we bonded with him, we hung out with him, um, and then he kind of you know, life happens. Of, life happens and you, and you just do your own thing. And for, for different reasons, you know, uh, but he was down in the area, down in Tampa area. So I had dinner with him the other night, me and my wife and him. And, uh, it was cool. Like we just chatted and bullshitted and, uh, he's a really cool guy. I love that guy. Um, but we, we started talking about, you know, the gondola again, and he, he may start contributing again. Let's see, you know, um, we had a nice opera. We did a little opera and, uh, he did a little gondola, which is good. Um, allegedly. Allegedly. But uh, so I'm going to take, so I'm going to take a shot glass here. Oh, I can't get the thing. My Zermatt shot glass, which I love. This is the coveted I shot I had glass. the same shot glass, but someone Yours who I broke. married to broke it. <laughs> she's so broken a Telluride, a, she's broken a Telluride pint glass, a Magic Mountain pint glass, and a Zermatt shot glass. You know what that means? She broke it. You have to go back to Zermatt to get it. Got to go back and get it. Pretty you much, yeah. You can't just buy one. You got to get one in Zermatt. That's so what I'm saying. I'm going to do a little two drops which is only one milligram of 
THC in this, but this is the one that you can use for the gym. So this is, um, sorry, I forgot what this translates to, but this, this is a very vascular. It's good. Um, you do it as a pre-workout one. And then this one is a, a moods one. It's, this is a blend. Uh, this is all THC blend. I'm not going to do the whole dropper. I'm just going to do, this is. So how many drops is per, like how many, how much THC is per drop? So this one is a 600 milligram bottle. This is two drops to one milligram. This is two. Right. And this is like a 400 milligram bottle. And this is more concentrated. This is one gram per drop, one milligram per drop. So basically I put in here like three milligrams. Seeing if I was, okay. And seeing as I've had like a bunch of beers, uh, that works. Now the one, the one in the white bottle, they actually flavor this with strawberry. So it tastes like strawberry. So it's pretty <laughs> awesome. You're like, oh, this is really delicious. Let me have some more drops. And you're like, and then you're, you find that you've had too much. So <laughs> I like to actually put it with a little water, have it as, as a little shot. There it's you nice. go. Look at you. Mm. Yeehaw. Much easier to go down than counting out the drops. You could actually measure it. And, you know, uh, I'll put it in tea sometimes. I have tea at night, every night now. And every once in a while. Like a proper English gentleman. Exactly. I just with the tea up, with the, with the finger up and all. But uh, ah, it's delicious. And I put a little bit of this in there and puts me to bed. Nice. Uh, so I got to say, I do sleep better with it, uh, which is why I take it primarily. So rather than drinking an excessive amount of alcohol and then going to bed, which I never sleep right. <laughs> it's just easier to have a little, little, little something. And then, you know, and then call it a night. You have some pretty fun dreams too. Let me take that. I tell you what I used to have, and I still will have really bad dreams. So last night I didn't take my, my weed. And, uh, I woke up at night grinding my teeth so bad that my top left mo- uh, back molar was just fucking killing me. I was like, so I have a bite plate. So I actually, you know, a, a grind guard. So I actually got up, got it, put it in my mouth. And then by the morning I felt fine, but I haven't ground my teeth that hard. Like ever. It was bad. And it's all, all stress related. So whenever I have bad stress, I grind my teeth. I'll grind my day at night, whatever. So I'm glad I got this thing, uh, from when I need it, but Jeez. you know, what alleviates it is having enough little, giving myself enough time to have a little weed, go to sleep. Perfect. No grinding. Nice. Well, speaking of perfect, we have one story here in the gondola <laughs> and this one was an interesting read and it's I ate a four course meal at a weed pizza parlor and got stoned to the bone. Damn. So, so the author said she probably consumed 150 milligrams of THC in two and a half hours. Damn. That's a lot. At stone pizzas, diner can enjoy four courses of THC in a pot paradise. Damn. So this What's place the most is had? the most at one time. Well, that was probably when I went to go see the rock cats a couple years ago. <laughs> he told us that and story. I had this same tincture and I just, I took like a whole freaking vial full of the tincture. Like I did not know how much was the appropriate amount. What do you think was in there? Oh, Jesus. Probably 
30 milligrams. All right. I mean, so, which again, so, it's, it's not like a ridiculous amount, but for a normal person, it's, I don't do it all the time. Yeah. It was, you know, it's, you know, it's going to let you know it's there. Well, and the problem with the tincture is it hits you and then it hits you again. Like, so I remember it's when like, we started... It's like being stuck in like a, like an undertow. <laughs> it like pulls you in, then a wave comes and like smacks you again. You're like, oh, I'm trying to get his undertow. You're like, no, no, we're not letting you go. Here comes some more. Yeah. So I kind of feel like it hits you 45 minutes, right? You know, half hour, 45 minutes. And then at about an hour, hour and a half, I think it hits you again. And I'm always the guy that's like, hey, it didn't really hit me that hard. I'm going to take some more. You know, mm-hmm. so I layer and then I layer more and then I lay, and then after a while, I'm like, I think I've had like, I think the most I ever had, I'm kind of a lightweight. I got to say most I ever had was maybe 15 milligrams. Okay. You know, and, and that's with alcohol in there too. So it's kind of like, you know, hard to judge, but yeah. yeah I'm a lightweight. Time, when I had that whole friggin' vial, I also had just come from Fogo to Chow and just ate a ton of meat, and uh, I think wine, and we drank had bourbon before. Like it was, you it was you were primed. And then you have that, and it's like, wow. I was Wolf of Wall Street, time. man. You just like, <laughs> <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, the Rock Cats, I could not believe how slow they were falling the fuck down. I was watching it. And what are you doing? Dude, I had no idea what to expect. And those Rock Cats, like, they, they do purposely this, like, slow motion, like, domino effect. And if you have too much THC in your system, it's, it's, like, it's like a tenth of the speed. And you're just like, I was, like, oh, shaking awesome. in my seat. I'm like, why aren't these bitches falling down? Down. You fucking fall already. Like I was freaking like, out. I was getting, already. I was hot. I was in like this tight little seat. I was getting pissed off. And you didn't take Coke, right? It was not Coke. It was marijuana. Definitely not Coke. Oh, Definitely man. not Coke. But anyway, this, this pizzeria here, this stoned gourmet cannabis pizzeria, it's kind of like a stoner speakeasy. It's in New York City somewhere, allegedly. Allegedly. And here's the thing, they, you, you can't really, like weed is legal technically in New York, but they, you can't sell it's it. It's medicinal until, though, right? Or is it? No, they, they, they passed legal finally. Oh, so did okay. Connecticut. Connecticut officially did also, which we talked about last week. Yeah. So they have. Officially. These, so here's the deal. Passed. So at, so at this restaurant, <laughs> they offer you a four course meal for a hundred bucks. That contains upwards of 400 milligrams of THC. Upwards of? Yes. Damn. A modern joint contains between 60 and 150 milligrams of THC, according to Weed Maps. However, however, edibles may affect people differently because they've absorbed via the liver. I'm glad I looked up the menu ahead of time because the servers didn't mention how much THC was in each individual dish. Damn. They have a stoned soda, which is approximately 30 milligrams of THC, which is they have a can of cola to orange kush. They absorb faster. They also have a uh, black cherry lemonade. And then they have their take on garlic knots, which are ganja knots. (laughs) So you got a delicious dough with pesto and Parmesan cheese. A plate of six garlic knots contained a hundred milligrams of THC. And that was just the first appetizer. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, they they have ganja knots, sticky, icky wings. Yes. The sticky, icky wings. (laughs) 
Uh, they were dosed at 25 milligrams a piece, and none of it tasted like weed at all. Wow, that's pretty cool. Next up, they got the pizza. Uh, the pizza, which was four slice sampler, had 40 milligrams of THC. All right. Yeah, I'm trying to see lot. if they have yeah, like, and then a cannoli at the end. Yeah. A 60 milligram cannoli. Uh, she was too big to, to consume that, right? I think she said she was, yeah. Yeah, that's a that's like a marathon, man. Yeah, she was pretty barbecued by then. <laughs> oh that's pretty God. funny. Could you believe that? Four so Stoned has been again. serving cannabis-infused pizza since 2017. <clears throat> I don't even understand how that's possible. That's fucking awesome. So that means they have somebody on the takeover that's so good that they, they keep hiding that stuff. They like have like a cop. They like pay off. That's right. Like, or something. Just leave a snowman. I don't get this. Yeah, it's been around for a couple of years and it's they've been <laughs> serving uh, cannabis. They had, they had uh weed infused pie since 2017, first at private events and now with pickup and delivery options. Okay. There you go. That's so this funny. is this is I mean, we're gonna see this wave rolling through a lot of places now, now that it's starting to become legalized in a lot more places. I mean, it used to be just like Colorado and California. Now it's, like I said, Jersey legalized it, New York and Connecticut. So now you have almost all of the Northeast. All of those dominoes are going to fall. All those, you know, the Bible belts. All I mean, look at you. You're in Florida. It's a matter of time. Yeah. Politicians love money. Politicians <laughs> love money and have no backbones. And no souls. So they'll do whatever they have to do to get more money. And that's this is like the next frontier of them making more money. Well, I am convinced the only way we're going to get out of the debt caused by COVID that we put on ourselves is nationwide legalization, federal legalization of marijuana to collect taxes. Weed, how 3D else? printing, Bitcoin. Those are your three yeah. solutions right there. Yeah. That's it. Like, how are you going to pay for the, like, how much did we absorb in debt over the last year? It had to be like, it's in the trillions. 40% of all the U.S. dollars in circulation were printed in the last 16 months. Think yeah. About that. It's probably, what did they say? Like upwards of like 6 trillion. Oh, it's, it's a, it's numbers you can't even conceive. Yeah, trillion dollars. So they talk about stuff on the on on the news now, and they'll say, "Well, it's going to cost about a hundred billion dollars." Hundred billion, like that was unfathomable to me. People were like, "Oh my god, it's it's going to reach almost a billion dollars!" Like I'm freaking out. Now they're just throwing out hundred billion dollars, no problem. Yeah, like, like it's nothing. Really? Yep. Like it's it's crazy. So they, I really think it's just stupid. Just legalize it nationally. Make let the federal government get their piece, right? And and then let the states fight it out for what they want to do with it. Yeah. Yeah, this is going to be coming. And there's nothing you're going to do to stop it. The genie's out of the bottle. People love it. It's like a smoking freight train coming at you. <laughs> it's pretty much the... Uh, a smoking like, freight. It's the soul train. It's coming That's at right. you. The soul train. That cannoli looks fantastic. It does. You know, I would just go in there for dessert, eat a goddamn like 60 milligram cannoli and just go home and fucking sleep. So when we go to the Boston snow show this year, it's in a different part of town. It's actually in a, like a, it's like the Boylston, um, 
what's the name of the Prudential Center area over there. So it's a lot more. I mean, you were kind of off in the harbor. You're kind of stuck over there in that harbor area. Yeah. But this now is like mid, more of like, Yeah, there's a lot going on there. We got to get up to the north end to the Italian section. Mike's mm-hmm. Cannolis. Have you been Dude, there? That was yes. That was. Oh my god! It was a, those are amazing. So I went on a couple's trip. I with me, and he really wanted cannoli too. I wanted cannoli. I was like, you know, of course the the ladies we were with are like, oh no, you know, I'm watching my weight, whatever. Like, I don't care. I'm gonna eat a fucking cannoli. I'm gonna eat like a two two foot cannoli. I don't care. So we're eating these cannolis, and I'm laughing because I'm like, there's probably somebody like looking those guys inhale those fucking cannolis like dicks. Like we're just like. Bam, just shoving them in our face. Like, I don't care. I don't I really care. There was a line, like, it had to be two block line to get in there. And you I get had in good there. timing. And I, I, I was there, like, after the rush. It was like a Sunday afternoon. I was able to walk right in. I got like six of them to myself <sighs> for Dude, like two days. The big cannolis, and they have the, the regular cannoli cream, and then they have the ricotta cheese cream, which I was like, mm. I, it blew my mind. I was like, I didn't know they had ricotta cheese stuffed cannolis. Like, yeah. Like, it's not all just cannoli cream? I'm like, no. They're like, ah, bada fungu, what are you doing? <laughs> but I had the oh, best meal oh. That's like a real, you know, everybody talks about Little Italy in New York City. And while it's great, it's tiny. You go to Boston, they have the best Little Italy. Dude, Boston's North End is so awesome. I remember getting, I got pizza at the Pizzeria Regina, Regina, whatever they call it. Yeah. And then I Regina. did the, the I did the walking tour, the, like the Patriots path, whatever they call that. Um, there's like a, well, uh, if you go by the, um, who's the guy, the British are coming, the, um, Paul Revere. Paul Revere. So you go by the Paul Revere house and right there, that's like in the middle of like, uh, I guess the, you know, the whole Italian little Italy section. And it's funny. I was, I was walking around there and we were like, Hey, let's just go stop at some local place. So we stopped at some local place. Like we're just walking by. We're like, Hey, that, that's a, that's a pizzeria slash Italian place. Let's go in there. So we go in there. There's like middle of the day, right? It's dark. It's beautiful outside, dark inside. We go in there. There's a big table in the back corner with about 12 people sitting there. Gentlemen, some with suits, and they're getting served these fucking dishes of Italian food. I'm like, oh my god, we just like stepped into like a mafia fucking big meeting. <laughs> I'm like, we may get shot, but I want to see how the food is here. <laughs> it was delicious. Oh yeah, that- it, it was like a little hole in the wall. I was like, I thought we'd just get a slice of pizza. I'm like, we had some great food there. Nice. Yeah, I'm already getting excited for the Boston Ski and Snow Show coming up. Yeah, we got to plan in some November. Uh, food options. We're getting some cannolis. I owe you dinner at Legal Seafood, or not Legal Seafood, um, Atlantic Fish, because the your Islanders beat my penguins. So. I think we can move that to Little Italy dinner. How about that? Whatever you want to do, sir. If I want to gain about 10 pounds. By the, in three days, I want to gain 10 <laughs> pounds. Is that possible? We can make that happen, yes. <laughs> cannolis and clam chowder. <laughs> uh, a lot of pasta. Like That'd be great. Lasagna, meatballs, chicken nice. farm. Oh. Lots of cannolis, though. Hopefully, Lots hey, you know cannolis. what, though? Mass legal. Weed's been legal there for a couple of years now. Perhaps we can find some some uh, cannabis eateries up there. Yeah, cannabis-infused Italian places. That'd be great. Perhaps. Yes, perhaps. Maybe it would happen. 
Speaking of being able to make it happen. Under the ropes. Mario, I'm going to let you take this bad boy. <sighs> this is a doozy. Uh, this is a doozy. Yeah, it's a doozy and a bad in a good way. Like, I thought it was like, I don't know. But then I was like, I love this. So <laughs> it was a fairy tale ending. Let's, let's just say this is a fairy tale ending. If you're a big Disney fan, this is this is like how you want to end with any podcast or I guess with a with a drama to a life, right? Just kind of. So there was an Aussie cop who was arrested for doing cocaine off a of Playboy model's body, uh, naked body. Sorry, and he's teaming up with her now on OnlyFans. So it's kind I of mean, a this, success this story. Really- it's really a modern day Cinderella, if you think about it. This is a modern day Cinderella because this is what you have to look forward to. Like, you get on OnlyFans and get a lot of hits, you're good. Yeah. Um, so, a disgraced Australian police officer who was infamously busted snorting coke off a Playboy model's nude body has embarked on a porn career with the same woman. So, he. <laughs> Samuel Madiman is reportedly raking in big dough with his new partner in crime on the booming billion-dollar OnlyFans platform. So, (laughs) I love this article. Everybody wants a happy ending, but it doesn't always roll that way. (laughs) So, basically, what happened is he got caught snorting coke off of the model's boobs. um, And he he got fired, right? Well, I guess he had been selling Coke also. (laughs) A little more to this. Yeah. So he's a 29 year old cop. He was a a senior constable. He is currently on bail after being charged last July with possessing cocaine and supplying MDMA at this bugged birthday party in a star casino penthouse (laughs) in Broad Beach, according to the Australia 7 News. According to police reports presented in court, Maidment watched while Hansen snorted coke off another naked woman's bum and then proceeded to sniff the drug off his other half's bosom before asking another reveler to follow suit. (laughs) So now he's facing two counts of possessing a dangerous drug, two counts of supplying a dangerous drug, and two counts of possessing property suspected of being used in connection with a drug offense. Jesus Christ. Your honor, I was just trying to blend in. (laughs) He was also uh, suspended from the force along with several other officers involved. So this Hanson... Those officers had a great fucking time. You know, they were like... Getting fired, oh, Han- like, yeah, I know why. <clears throat> oh, Hanson is the girl. She got off with a fifteen hundred dollar fine. But no, now, here's the thing. Else. So she's uh, apparently making six figures a year on OnlyFans, and is now has now hired this guy. I guess how do they hire her? Because they they're ex, they're because they're exes. It looks like. Hmm. According to this article, I think they were exes. Um, I, I I can't even this article like I can't wrap my head around what the hell is going on here. Someone was a Boy Meets World child star. Oh no, that's something really? totally different. No, that's a totally different article going on there. But yeah, so they were I guess exes and they were partying, and now she's got an OnlyFans and she's trying to 
they're working together now and they have their own OnlyFans. And if you go to the link, it's uh it's pretty explicit about all the partying they do. Huh. There is there is some serious action you get to watch if you like Zach and Tiana. Now, Zach is a very handsome guy. There's one picture, he looks kind of like a blonde young Bodie Miller. If you go to the New York Post article, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I'm on the star kinda, right now. Yeah. Like a more jacked, like more upper body jacked blonde Bodie Miller. I mean, the guy's a handsome bastard. You got you to gotta give it to him there. They're saying some of the X-rated vids appear to have been filmed at the same hotel where Madamant <clears throat> is accused of committing his alleged, <laughs> alleged drug offenses, according to Hanson's alleged. Instagram. Yeah. Um, so they're saying they're raking in five figures from their porn in just 24 hours at 20 percent of which would be paid to the website goddamn only fans what a brilliant website that's craziness right yeah like so the making... numbers are staggering about just saying well, come on you know you know all his buddies are paying for or at least one of his buddies is paying for it and they're all watching it and they're like banging off to him yeah so if you go to their uh their little description of what's going on there. The couple of exes you've been waiting for. We've decided to give you all something to talk about this time. You're welcome in advance for the good wank material. <laughs> Weekly yeah. uploads, including various content, squirting, BG sex, GG, threesomes, gangbang, anal, and any other requests what the you hell may is have. GG. Girl, girl. Come on, oh, man. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm not. <laughs> I don't know, GG sex, like, I don't know, GG Gabor, like, what the hell's going on? (laughs) You involving some old people? Like, what the fuck? I love the adorable little disclaimer here. By by subscribing to our page, you agree to follow by these legally binding terms. All content on this page is copyrighted and owned by Tiana and Zach. This includes any content purchased separately. Content is not to be downloaded, copied, or shared under any circumstances. Blah 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 blah. You pay ten bucks, ten bucks a month to watch these two have a good time together. Let me guess. There's a a link to share on the bottom of the page, right? Yeah, right. Seriously. So you're not allowed to share, but there's a link to share if you need to. Yeah. Yeah, they uh, they post a lot. She uh, seems to like like uh, his. If you like your job, his company, you'll never work a day in your life. Yeah, right. You know, I mean, you know, being a cop in Australia is probably tough, and this guy seems to have <laughs> purchased a lottery ticket and won. It it sounds like while it's great, they're still fighting a lot of charges that are pending. There's a lot of <laughs> coke and MDMA charges, and there's like a lot of lot of stuff they may go away to jail for. Um, so make the nice all your thing money is now. make all your money now. Hire a good lawyer. And hopefully yeah. you're not going to jail and, and, and bang it. away and put that money in the bank. I mean, just don't buy like a Lamborghini, like just, you know, like drive your civic or whatever you're driving. Exactly. Just, let's be honest. This is not a long-term career. Yeah. Going on here. I mean, this girl's going to fall apart in a couple of years, probably all that Coke she's doing or having done well, on her. You always wonder like how, how <laughs> 
you can only ingest so much Coke and then you're going to be dead. Let's be perfectly honest. We're both very jealous of this guy. It seems like he's got a pretty nice career path ahead of him yeah. for the next couple of years. And he's got a constant supply of Coke, it seems. He's, like, hey, he's, he's got a guy who's got a guy, right? Like, what's up with that? Like, I don't know. Does Australia yeah. have an FBI? Do they follow him? <laughs> they probably do, right? <laughs> They're like, no, we don't have any of that. We just, we catch him or he's up. He, he's okay. It's Australia. He do whatever he wants. If he moves like five miles inland, I guarantee you, there's nobody that's going to find him. It's like, yeah, there's plenty of dangerous things here to kill us. So, you know, we better stay on the coast. But the coast is where all the population is, right? There's nobody internal. There's Aborigines. That's it. So you can move like, yeah. you drive like 10 miles inland. You're like, fuck you guys. I'm out. I'm, I'm going off the grid. It's like, yeah, we don't, we don't go past that fence. We don't, we don't look for anybody past there. We're good. Yeah. So this is pretty, a pretty crazy story, but you know, it seems like it's having a happy ending. It's a, indeed, indeed, <laughs> it's a Cinderella story ending can, with a uh, penis-shaped, uh, penis-shaped uh, slipper. To continue the pun, yes, actually they were ex-fiancés, so beyond boyfriend girlfriend. Whoa! Yeah, they were Beyonce fiancés. Beyonce fiancés ex-fiancés it's probably you know what if you are an only fan subscriber or you want to spend 10 bucks a month i mean they're both beautiful people so it might be very inspiring to watch them make love to each other you know it's pretty funny there's probably That's the weirdest that can... it's like the weirdest term make love <laughs> it just sounds almost creepier yeah you know what's creepy is describing somebody that knows the intricacies of how OnlyFans works yeah. Like there's an OnlyFans specialist. Like, do you have a card for that? Like, yes, I'm an OnlyFans like an OnlyFans consultant. Yes, I. Well, I could get you on the site, you know. But here are the rules. Do they have rules? Now they're trying to pivot away from porn. Apparently. Apparently. Hmm. So just fans. So we could be on OnlyFans with the podcast. Yeah. So people could whack off for six dollars a month <laughs> to me and you doing a podcast. That's I mean, usually shit. they're doing it for free, but you know, if they <laughs> that's, right. that's right. If they do want to pay, we should give them the option. Right? If you're listening right now and you're pleasuring yourself, it's a little disturbing, but go right ahead. Yeah. It's bad uh, the world's the world's an interesting place, let's be honest. It's it's a place, that's for sure. <laughs> it's a very interesting place yeah I don't even know what to believe anymore I don't understand the news I don't understand what's happening I just I really I don't I I just don't I get don't, it I just don't get it whatever happened to the time where it was just shark attacks and nothing happened in the world and now they're reporting everything and everybody's outraged about everything What's up with that? Everybody's outraged. And you wonder how much... I just read a book. I talked about it last week. I think The Price of Tomorrow. Yes. And there's a lot of talk about I downloaded AI. it from uh, um, uh, Audible. Audible. It's a solid book. And talks about like AI and how AI is going to grow. And I mean, it's got a kind of positive technology thesis that things are going to be better for humans. We're going to have more free time because a lot of the tasks that are done now are going to be done by machines. And 
hopefully we'll move to a deflationary currency that'll give us more money. So say perhaps you're living on 60,000 a year this year, you'll be fine with 50,000 next year. Like just, you know, broad based, right? Yeah. It's kind of a, a, a broad based thesis about what could happen with humanity if things go correctly. And the whole AI thing, like, you know, you, I've listened to other, you know, podcasts on top of this book and you think about social media, Twitter, Instagram, whatever, and some of the the people who follow you and the comments, and it used to be like very crude bots that would post and you're like, oh, what is this? Some sort of weird Russian fake bot. But now with AI, they've just gotten so much better. <laughs> They're becoming more being human, dicks. more human-like in the way yeah. they correspond. And that's fascinating and interesting and I think about that every time I read an online post and I see a lot of people responding and getting mad or pissed off. And I'm like, did this initial person, like, are they even a real person or are they just someone making something up to get people riled up? Got to get a reaction, right? And if you get people riled up, it's, it's because a lot of times you want to distract them from what's more importantly happening that they you get them to now ignore because you're they're focusing on something else stupid. Right. And it seems like there's a lot of that going on in our world these days. And that to me is a little bit concerning, but in a way too, it seems like there's only so much one can do and it's not worth getting all bent out of shape and getting pissed off with some of the other opinion, because a lot of times that other person may just be, bought a fake and uh, like an ai account yeah that's the funniest thing is when an ai is like getting under your skin it's like you you got you got just hosed by an ai like that's social media man like it really just it it devolved into something that was so cool and so great and so promising devolved is the right word because it really has devolved just to like an actual dumpster fire yeah. You know, I mean, there's not a lot of redeeming factors to social media these days, unfortunately, and there should be, but it's everybody thinks that they have an opinion that people want to hear and it's great to be heard, but sometimes you're not saying anything new or helpful or, you know, let other people sometimes that can articulate things better maybe say them. I, I don't know. I mean, well, you, you used to I don't be, want to you, dissuade people from trying it out if they have a message to get out, but everybody thinks they have a message now and they don't, they fucking don't. They don't. Well, like, the problem with Sue was initially put together to connect people and now it's done more to divide people. Yeah. And that's the problem is that it's so easy to just, you know, pick a team and this is my person and then make fun of or criticize the other people who have a different view when really we should, like, we're not made as human beings to interact this way yet. We're still used to human interactions, one on one, actual conversations, not this just dogpiling on people who may have a different opinion, but you don't know them or why their opinion was formed in a particular way. Yeah. And that's concerning. Well, it pisses me off is social media. When social media got big, one of the first things they said is we want to stop bullying and we want to stop like bad talk. And they still talk about like stopping bullying, stopping, you know, um, hate speech. 
and stuff like that, which while I agree with that to what they're doing now has been bullying people they don't like and blocking people they don't disagree feel, with. Right. They don't feel have a valid opinion. But when you block somebody, you block an opinion that might be needed in the world. Right. So if you talk about having a free and open platform where people ha- can have opinions openly, that's one thing versus blocking people because you don't agree with their opinion. So, it, you know, they created this whole problem and it's, it's an ongoing problem where you, you start blocking people, you start blocking posts, you start, um, you know, kicking people off of your platform. I mean, I have a friend that just, he posts some ridiculous shit. Most of it is reshares of stupid shit that's on the internet already uh, or on Facebook already. And Facebook, he goes to Facebook jail. Like I got to say every month, he goes to Facebook jail for 10 days. They block his account because they say he said some hate speech and you look at what he said. And it's like, that's not hate speech. It just goes against what some people think should be said, but should be the narrative. But there's nothing malicious. It's it's like, you know, anything political, he gets flagged on. And you know what? You don't have to agree with his political opinion, but that's his political opinion. You know what? Just unfollow him. You could do that too, you know? Yeah, right. It's not like he's a, uh, you know, it's not like people are a bullhorn on social media and you're forced to listen to what they say. You, you don't choose have to follow to. him. Yeah, exactly. But then yeah. people get mad and they report him and then he goes to Facebook jail. It's like, well, then it's not really his page. It's your page and you're letting him post what you want him to post on it. You know, it's, it's, it's silly. So that's why you get off of social media and say, fuck it. It doesn't really matter. Does it really matter? It's a lot healthier. Yeah. If you can do that. But really does it matter? I look at it as like a utility for sharing pictures with people. And that's about it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't want to brag about my life. I don't want to show people what I'm doing. Like, you know, I have, I have a lot of pictures in my head and I do a lot of cool shit and, and I'm fine with it. Like I don't need people to share in that. So I don't know. I think people need to be a little more well-adjusted and, and take that, take that to heart, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you, all times again, you're not paying for the product. That means you're the product, and you know what? You can, if you choose to, just step away. Yeah, just go put your phone down, go for a walk, hang out with your friends, with your family, and be a lot happier than to scroll through social media. Just was a doom scrolling. It was called last year, and just <laughs> looking for something to get mad at. Like, yeah, that's what they do. They look for something to get pissed off at. You're not looking for something to get happy about, something that's going to inspire you. No, you're going to look for something to get pissed off at. You know, it's it's looking for another cause or something. To, it maybe Sometimes it's not a cause. Sometimes you don't have a good opinion and people can't handle it. You have to look at yourself at face value and say, you know what? Sometimes the stuff I talk about is bullshit and it's really not valid and it doesn't have any use. But you know what? whatever, I'm still going to say it. Nobody's going to shut me up. But people kind of think that what they have to say is really important. And you know what? Sometimes it's not, you know, sometimes you're misguided. Sometimes you're wrong. Sometimes I just don't want to hear it. You know, that's a personality thing though. If you're one of those people who thinks that they know everything and that they're right, that's, that's a, a personality problem. So, eh, 
you know what? I think we can get through this. I think we'll be better than this. And follow us on social media at ski bum podcast. I mean, obviously right. we're, we're only putting out positive, happy, fun, ski related things. And I got to say, we're pretty curated of being sensitive, non-confrontational, just like middle of the road. Cause we don't really well, care to we, get into it. Right. We will be happy to trash veil though. Yeah, yeah. But we don't like want to get into it with a lot of people. We're like, yeah, whatever. People have their opinion. But we like posing both sides, right? We like, all right, if you hate Vail, we get it. If you like Vail, we get it too, you know? And you know what? Like people have called us out on some of our opinions. And you know what? A lot of times we're not married to those opinions. I mean, some we are, but we're also too. We're here to learn and grow and become better people, better skiers, better podcasters, bring more information. So if, if we do say something wrong and we didn't know it, I mean, again, we're not going to take it personally, but you know, call us out, challenge us because we want to be better too. Exactly. If you're offended, thank you. If you like <laughs> us, thank you. If you're offended, you want to write us a letter, go right ahead. Doesn't mean we're going to agree with you. Doesn't mean we care. Doesn't mean we don't care. Right? Like we're, we're sensitive to a point, but we're very Zen. You know, I mean, we also have probably a six pack and a bunch of weed on the show. You know, that's to Allegedly. be taken with a grain of salt, right? Yes. <laughs> I mean, <We're... laughs> nobody we're has here. it right. That That's the other thing. When you come at us, we can come back at you. You can come back at somebody. Nobody has it right. Nobody has the right answer. Like you might no. think you're right, but you're, that answer is right for you. Just understand that it's right for you. You got to be, satisfied that not everybody believes the same thing or thinks the same way as you do. And then that's how we are. We're all still trying to figure this game out. Yeah. We're all, we're all on a journey. So, Hey, if you want to go on the journey with us, we're happy to be partners with you. We're here to learn. We're here to grow. And you know, Hey, we appreciate you, you checking it out. So thank you so much for listening. We do appreciate it. That went in a really weird direction there at the end. Going from the, the happy cop and model getting together. The there you go. Thank you so much for listening. Check us out. Skibumpodcast.com. We are on the socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Podcast. Send us an email, skibumpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you guys next week. Stay high, stay fun. See ya.